0: Welcome back to another news episode. I'm glad to get stuck into the video game news with you again. And it's a very good time as Gamescom is currently underway and opening night live with Jeff Keighley just revealed a new set of world premiere trailers, new games coming down the line. And we're going to start by covering those first today. But first of all, I need to say, as promised in the last episode, I mentioned I was going to set up a survey a feedback survey for you to fill in and tell me a little bit more about what you think of the show where you think we can improve, show me what you like, what you don't like, and more importantly, to hear from you. So I'd love it if you can send me your feedback via this form and to access it, head to tinyurl.com forward slash dead drop one. That's D-E-A-D, D-R-O-P and the number one. The link is also in the show notes for this episode, along with all of the sources for the articles and where you can find us on social media and the website for the podcast. But fill in that form, let me know what you think, and we can start building a better podcast together. All right, that's enough ado. Let's get stuck into the episode. This is your transfer from the 25th of August 2022. And these are the new stories that you need to know. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Gamescom is currently underway, and opening Night Live is a massive showcase that this year, like most years, was run by Jeff Keighley as a two-hour event that showed off 30-plus new games, or new information about games, similar to Summer Game Fest earlier this year. This is another one of those big events that creates news for days to come, and I've been deliberating on the best way to target this and tackle all the games in it, so I won't be able to do that. There is an article linked in the show notes if you want to see them all, but I'm doing a very quick headline summary of the trailers of Note and giving my own quick one-sentence summary as like a mini-review. Here we go. Lies of P. If Bioshock and The Surge had a baby. Atlas Fallen. The actual Surge devs make a sand wielding, fun looking title. Telltale Games are back with The Expanse. Hideo Kojima's new podcast Brain Structure, available in English and Japanese. Sonic Frontiers looks a little bit more complete than it once did. Gotham Knights has its release date moved up to October 21. Everywhere. A game revealed but nothing's said? Is it a metaverse? Is it NFTs? Dead Island 2, after eight years, seems like Idris Elba is voicing the protagonist. Dune Awakening, get ready to play the movie. New Tales from the Borderlands, looks like the same old fun with the TDR company as a protagonist. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, one for all you Dead Before Daylight fans, and Hogwarts Legacy, confirms the release date on February 10, 2023, but flashes the cosmetic pre-order bonuses so parents can buy their kids something at Christmas. It's incredibly simplistic, but as you can imagine, we haven't got a whole lot of time to cover absolutely everything in a 10 minute news show. So I hope some of those tickled your fancy. In particular, I think Hideo Kojima's new podcast is gonna be a bit interesting, but again, if you wanna find out more or dive deeper, the links to this stuff is in the show notes. The Embracer Group has made news headlines last week yet again for, as you guessed it, acquisitions. Multiple companies and IP for an undisclosed sum. Among the IP acquired, there was The Killing Floor, Maneater and Rising Storm, Teardown, and the rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, literary works by J.R.R. Tolkien. This acquisition of Middle Earth Enterprises gives them the rights to video games, board games, merchandise, and other works that are related to Lord of the Rings, including the Amazon series coming soon and EA's mobile game, Lord of the Rings Heroes of Middle Earth. As you can imagine, acquiring Lord of the Rings is a big deal, especially as it seems to be making its triumphant return and being purchased by the Embracer group could mean they have access to more money, the ability to create more products, more IP, expand the universe, With Embracer's reputation being fairly good at this stage, it seems like there's going to be a lot more opportunities and we should probably be happy with this acquisition. But as with most things, we'll have to see how things truck along. In other Embracer news, it seems its shares took a nosedive by 7% overnight upon the release of the new Saints Row game. The Saints Row game is a reboot and was intended to showcase the new work by AAA titles under the Embracer group, But unfortunately, it has come out to critical reviews, bugs, errors and generally not a great experience from anyone who's gotten their hands on the game already. Saints Row was a highly anticipated game and was delayed a couple of times to make sure it all works, but there is a silver lining. Seems that Steven Spawn, the COO of Able Gamers, has mentioned on Twitter that it has excessive amounts of accessibility features which is hopefully going to become a new trend in video games to make them accessible to everyone, regardless of their abilities or impairments. I believe he even compared it to The Last of Us 2, which had the best in the industry. Sony has quietly come out on Instagram and announced that the PSVR2, their new virtual reality headset for the PS5, will be coming to the market in early 2023. There is still no official date as yet, and anyone hoping to get it before Christmas will unfortunately be out of luck. If this is a delay or a push, hopefully it's not going to be just about the marketing, because at the moment with Quest working on their new device, as well as a bunch of other VR devices being sorted out as well, the competition on pricing and functionality is getting pretty strong in the market. According to a report in a Nikkei publication out of Japan, Nintendo is reportedly planning to reduce the packaging size of the Nintendo Switch so that it can boost Switch supply, and by shrinking the packaging size, they can ship more units at a time. It seems almost unusual to report that Switch supplies being low isn't about a shortage of parts to create the console itself, but instead their ability to ship as many units as possible. It's also surprising that they wouldn't lean on this reducing the size of packaging as a green initiative. And I hope you heard the sneer quotes in my voice there. Especially with Xbox coming out with a number of climate change impacting changes to their console and the packaging around it, seems like a missed opportunity for Nintendo. But if you are missing out on a Switch, Hopefully, this is good news for you in the short term. The Knights of the Old Republic remake is back in headlines again as it is reportedly moved from Asper Media to Sabre Interactive, or at least a studio under their complement of studios. Again, the Embracer group pops up and reportedly said that they were not happy with the progress on the game, which is why Asper Media was removed in its duties to develop the game. Lucasfilm and Sony also had some input on that change, and the only thing that we can confirm so far is that KOTOR has moved developers. Not specific under which developer it is, but it is under Saber Interactive. And lastly, as it is the time for video game movies, Days Gone and Pac-Man have both been announced as upcoming films that are currently in development. Eurogamer reports that Days Gone is going to be a love ballad to motorcycle movies written by Oscar-nominated Sheldon Turner and produced by Jennifer Klein and Turner's production company Vendetta Productions. In the meantime, Bandai Namco and Wayfarer Studios have announced that a Pac-Man film is in production they're going to develop it together, and it will be a live-action adaptation of the 40-year-old game franchise. Of note here, though, the Pac-Man narrative will be based on a story penned by Williams, who previously worked on the Sonic the Hedgehog film, which has been overwhelmingly successful in the last couple of years. Set cynical phases to stun? And as I out myself as a Star Trek fan, those are the new stories that you need to know. Remember, I want to hear your feedback about the podcast, head to tinyurl.com forward slash deaddrop1 to send that feedback through. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop Network. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Bliss Leave a rating and review for this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe. Stay well and I'll see you here in a couple of days.